0: empty some of those like all the food stuff was over at walmart in the back
1: oh it was definitely weird i yeah oh i mean i'm i'm so used to that area in particular being pretty full just because i don't know <laughs> i am just used to people out here don't really buy pillsbury stuff they normally make or minute stuff. made
0: you know the the no sugar added stuff like yeah. ever like yeah and i can't find it at all so like they didn't even have the pink lemonade which is i mean the regular lemonade which is like the black flavor to me there so but looking at all the even the orange juices and everything and just where how many of them were only like one or two deep and i was just like yeah this is this is the way it's looking right now mm-hmm. it's like you know the stuff that's not food was packed like overly packed like everywhere we went like this i mean Except for like the storage containers, it was amazing how many storage containers were just empty. Like like the section, there was a whole bunch on. Like we found ours, mm-hmm. but the other wall literally was like one and two and some of them and then blank spaces and everything else. And I'm like,
1: well, it's not a bad idea probably to get some of those. I mean, especially for us for what we're doing. Yeah, we probably because we're gonna start freeze drying things and you know those mylar bags are not black
0: ones with the yellow tops again. Yeah, those things seal really well. So. Yeah, we definitely, it's just, it's, it's obvious to me, you know, since we've been talking about it, just what's coming and.
1: yep. and the smart people are prepping for it and Mm -hmm. the dumb people are saying, trust the government and going about their daily lives as usual. And
0: I I noticed that all of, and I hate to say this, but all of the stuff that was gone, gone was all of the uh, WIC approved stuff and all of the. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everything. Everything that was like, you know, any kind of welfare approved in any way, shape or form was just empty.
1: Mm -hmm. And we don't get cereal. So like I didn't we didn't see the cereal aisle, but like the bread was was very low. Uh, It was weird. So much
0: so that you could see the Atkins bread from (laughs) that. I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, yeah, yeah, it's definitely uh, it's definitely scary. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing in my seedlings are
0: well you got more seeds yesterday right or more seeds yesterday yeah you got some herbs and you got some flowers which is good we always want pretty well it's
1: not just for pretty it's so that our bees don't leave
0: yeah no no very important that's
1: part of what i what i'm gonna be like very much making sure of is Mm -hmm. that you know right now we have andy here for you know amy while she's out on the road and that's great but you know
0: reminds me uh, if you're hearing this buddy i you come out and just check on my girls, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah,
1: because, I mean, the the two hives that have been pretty active are still pretty active. Mm-hmm. The one that's on the end, I think it's green, um, it's just slow, and that's concerning me. Like, the other ones will be crazy active or, you know, bees flying in and out, but that one, it's a lot slower. So, I don't know if it's just that they're taking their sweet time, if they're still just huddled up because it's not fully, you know, warm and wintry yet, Yeah, but... Either way, um, I'm trying not to be concerned. I just My whole focus is, you know, once we get Blucifer, we're going to build those beds over near them. One of those beds is going to be completely dedicated to just flowers.
0: That's fine. And yeah. then
1: um, the other ones, obviously, having my sunflowers over there. And that obviously always attracts a bunch of them. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to grow the big ones. And I'm also going to grow some of the smaller ones that don't really produce uh, edible sunflower seeds. They're just pretty. Just yeah. because, again so that's my plan for that um and i want to get some cosmos going and just you know some some nice bright happy ones that the bees will be excited about and i'm going to make sure i get maybe like you know two or three sunflower spots over in the garden too to encourage Mm -hmm. them to be over there as well but either way i'm just i'm focusing on making sure we have flowers around because our bees are they're traveling because there's nothing right now especially right now there's nothing blooming, and which
0: is the scare, because in our minds, that's what makes them want to jump. Yeah. Ship, oh, 100 so, yeah. percent. And then, so uh, and yeah, <sighs> yeah, so but yeah, I've definitely decided. And uh, I did post it up on on our Facebook page. I don't know if you saw it, but uh, I posted the mushrooms <laughs> up there. And uh, I think that's what I'm going for. 100 percent. I'm like, I'm not even I don't think it's what I'm going for. It's what I'm going for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm extremely excited about it, so I'm going to be a mushroom grower. So, <laughs> and uh, I had one of our listeners actually um, turn me on to a self-contained grow room, um, specifically that you use for you can use for mushrooms and go up, and it's like less than a hundred bucks. Cool. And I was like, and it's a walk-in grow room, and I'm like, okay, and you can control <laughs> control your moisture, your light, your everything, and so I was like. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, definitely uh, looking at that coming up. So, and then tomorrow you're gonna get a, a happy little surprise. So.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. See no. why you should gotta stop. No. Like reminding. No, me no, I want to remind you. Why? I want, I, because it's gonna get just, here.
0: Because then you'll just be just excited, more excited about oh, it. You're but like, I don't
1: even oh, know what it is. That's
0: the point. Christmas is all about knowing there's a <laughs> present coming without knowing what's in the box. But I look at the box and I guess. Uh huh. You you well. anyway we'll we'll see how it goes (laughs) but i'm still gonna say yeah tomorrow so wait
1: do you know when the the trays are supposed to be here
0: um i think those are today i think those are coming in today
1: i haven't checked the mail yet so (laughs) yeah
0: so i was gonna say well they uh they've been coming in weird times so but robin who's our favorite mail lady ever (laughs) um was talking about the fact that she's got Uh, she had training she did some training and stuff and then she just missed her route so she's back on her route now so I'm just really glad about that you know so and with that said welcome to the afternoon dive with the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey and
1: I'm Kiki and
0: we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time by two people who are talking about everything and nothing all the time (laughs) so oh so yeah so we're we normally would just have you know today would be economics in a in a big way but we've got a a a few things to talk about we wanted to really kind of talk about them today if you want to get started you can do do that for sure
1: okay um so i've got a couple of big stories and a couple of little stories um just for you know some Mm -hmm. tidbits um so i don't know if you heard about the uh the leopard that it escaped that it escaped from the uh, Dallas Zoo? No. Ah, well. <laughs> there was a leopard that had escaped from uh, the Dallas Zoo, and okay. she was found still near her enclosure. Um, no- nobody was hurt or anything, but it was just, you know, people were trying to figure out how she had escaped. Well, it was intentional. So now there's an open investigation. Well, really? Because a-, a cutting tool was used to intentionally make an opening in the fence of the small cat's habitat, where a clouded leopard escaped at the Dallas wow. Zoo um and she was found near the near her habitat the same day she went missing um but and also a similar cut was found at the small monkeys enclosure but investigators aren't sure if the incidents are related and no suspects have been identified yet
0: wow yeah okay so that's dumb
1: yeah because like my brain says it's probably some stupid activist that was like oh be free be in the wild because otherwise like why like For what?
0: (laughs) Uh, You know, first thing I check, well, see, and that's, and that's, this is where our brains are so different is, is you might be right, but my, the first thing that I do, and I'm sure that investigating officers probably went to as well, is I first look for the most recently fired employees. Mm -hmm. So, because my brain says, okay, so how do you take down a zoo? Yeah, you let one of the animals out, they start killing people, shut down the zoo, and they have to do this investigation, and, but, you know, yeah, if, if it's an activist, you're an idiot. Hey, let me go ahead and take an apex predator and release it. And while I'm at it, where's the gator enclosure? I want to go for a swim. Right. <laughs> like people have I, this is what I, I find. I get that people love animals. Right. And they have this. Mentality that, hey, this is horrible for the animals, not the hey, this animal is not in the greatest situation. But most of these animals are generally either bred in captivity, one, um, or they're taken from people who illegally had them mm-hmm. and given a better life or somewhere in their generation, that's what happened. And that that a chunk of money from all of these zoos and, and you know, their their shops and, like, because we went to the zoo and we went and what do we do? We go to the shop and we buy a bunch of stuff at the shop. Why? Because we know that that stuff is going, that part of that money is going to help with conservation efforts, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, so th- th- either way, that's just a bad thing. But well, at least they got her, though, because that would have been a lot worse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So but still, I just. Wow. OK. Now, do you want me to go with one of mine or do you want to go ahead and go to your your next one?
1: I can go to my next one. OK, go for it. Um, A former London cop had admitted to being a serial rapist. So, yeah, this has been, this has been a a long, also a long going thing. Okay. Um, A London cop had pleaded guilty to 49 offenses after he admitted to raping and sexually assaulting a dozen women over the span of 18 years. David Carrick, 48, abused his title to gain the trust of women he met online and socially. His arrest was likened to Wayne Cousins, a cop from the same department who pleaded guilty to the rape, kidnap and murder of Sarah everard (sighs) so a lot of um messed up cops in london i Mm -hmm. guess (laughs) that were they're dealing with which you know is absolutely awful but i just couldn't even i i just i don't understand like how how shitty is your life that that's something that you turn to because you're not only making victims of other people because anybody that forces themselves on anybody it's just that's automatically i hate you mm-hmm. but how do you do that so many times with no remorse or anything like that and you keep doing it over and over and over again abusing your title you're manipulating all of these women and just getting away with it because you're a cop mm-hmm. and then you know and we don't know and that's just again a, a tidbit so we don't know how like who came forward and you know opened the investigation or anything like that but it's still just how <laughs> how do you get that far into it and never once go you know maybe this isn't the greatest thing to be doing right? because you've gotten along this no, far in life obviously that you, you've,
0: you've planned it yeah I mean, but it's
1: just you've gotten along this far in, in life that you're a cop now Right. so it's not like because you know when people you know you have serial killers and everything people are like oh i never saw it coming but then they start looking into their past and everything that's like hey they did some questionable shit throughout mm-hmm. you know being in school they didn't ever get to this point in life they didn't go to college or whatever it is like most of the time things like that are like oh hey there were a lot of signs leading up to this but that means that he right grew up went to school to be a cop went training and everything and went through what, all what of kind that and nobody check are they doing yeah or not
0: doing because like i know that there was a like if you want to be a, a let's even go further if you want to be an FBI agent and I had a friend that was applying for the FBI and he got uh, he politely called it washed out Um, basically they they said "Mm, your psychological profile puts you as a danger in all honesty they just couldn't trust him Mm -hmm. and I'm like yeah that makes sense because they went and did that digging why why aren't why how did that get through I mean I can't even say they didn't do background check was it like, is London just like desperate for cops? Because that's when things are most scary. You know, it's like, yeah. if you have somebody's like, I want to be a cop, like they just walk in and they're like, I need to be a cop right now. What do I get to pe- pull people over? Do I get a gun? Do I get, you know, do I get authority? It's like, mm, you know what? No. Like, you, that's the entire employment process you think is is flag hunts. and I And I know that it is for a lot of people, but these guys that slip through, like, Damn, yeah, you know, it just
1: makes you really wonder, like, how how did this go on this right. long? How did we even get to the point of being a cop and nobody, not a single person sat there and went, hey, this is a little weird mm-hmm. about this person. Let's, you know, look further into it before we just hire him on. <laughs> like, I just and yeah. then, yeah it to go on that long 49 fucking counts yeah that is insane and nobody nobody noticed anything weird about anything yeah, even if that,
0: even if it's multiple counts per victim yeah that's still you're i mean if you're still talking about that i mean like let's assume right that maybe there there they're upwards of even seven counts of victim that's still seven people over yeah. the course of how long uh however long it doesn't matter so that they got away with this. I mean, it's like and, and that's what's scary about stuff like that is if you don't catch it the first time, people generally speed it up and they and it becomes more and more frequent. Jeffrey Dahmer was a prime example of that was, you know, he did a murder and then it was years before his next murder. And then it was a couple of years before. And then it was a few months and then it was routine, you know, it's mm-hmm. like. You catch them because these people ramp up any in anything that 100%. they do. You know, it's like, it's like I I uh, I knew somebody who shoplifted and encouraged me to shoplift. Man, I shoplifted once. I shoplifted once, and I will never shoplift again because, like, whoa. but but for him, it became a normal part of going to the store. Was just a shoplift, you know, and it was like, no, you know, it, 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 that's that's something that you don't just start off like. You walk into a store and fill 50 pockets worth of crap. Yeah. And then and now it's like we've got, you know, a country where people are brazen and they're just leaving with cartfuls of stuff and loading it out front. You know, th- that's not where you start. That's not where the yeah, everything no. starts. And it's like we, we have this society where it's like, oh, we're tolerant, we're tolerant, we're tolerant. And then bam. And, and this is the kind of the result. Where did how did he get, get away with it for so long? So yeah, that'll it was be 18 years. Yeah, that's 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 ridiculous. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> mine is going to have to do with something that happened, uh, in Texas before we got here. And I, I got up this morning, um, and it was, uh, right before, uh, right before this morning's podcast aired and somebody had posted saying, wow, Texas does it again. They're, you know, defending a racist because they won't, uh, they, they won't, uh, they won't look for the death penalty for this guy who killed, you know, a dozens of mexicans and i'm like what you know and so i was i was like so that that blew me away and i was like okay and so i went and i looked it up and uh this is where now you're learning the joys of reuters um you know but but you still hate the name and the way it's pronounced <laughs> yeah i just don't get how it. Uh, I understand. That's pronounced reuters that's it i i understand so But I had so I I went and found it and found the article and the first article I found, because when you look it up, it's never the first article you find. It's whatever Google decides is up there or whatever ad was up there and was literally almost word for word. That was Texas lawmakers, blah, blah, blah. So I jumped over to Reuters and I went and looked at it and went, oh, no, 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 no. So for those of you who don't know, and I will go to this really quick. Um, Patrick Cruces, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it wrong, but what's he going to do? Shoot me. Anyway, um, tax- uh, Patrick Cruces, uh, who is a 21-year-old male from Allen, Texas, which is just outside of Dallas-Fort Worth area, um, is accused of killing 22 people and injuring uh, 25 in, uh, in October 10th of 2019 at a Walmart. So went in and just opened fire. On And they're saying specifically targeting members of the Hispanic community. And that's what he did. Okay. So, yes, 100% the definition of what we should consider a hate hate crime. crime, Right. Because he literally went out there and said, I'm killing Mexicans today. Right. And made Mm -hmm. that decision. Went out there, 21-year-old kid. And it's like goes out and, and targeted people of Mexican descent at the Walmart store in El Paso. So, he wasn't even... Up in Allen, Texas, or Fort Worth, he went down to El Paso in 2019, and and killed people. Okay,
1: so yeah, that's that's a hate crime. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and uh, literally, yeah, this, and they they said so, and and understand that this is Texas, so we're not talking about a drive from Sacramento. To the Bay Area for people who, like, drive two hours, right? We're not going, oh, we're going to live in East Rutherford, New Jersey. We're going to go see the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, That's, We're talking an 11-hour drive, okay, from Dallas to to El Paso. And so he drove that 11, that 11-hour drive. That is when you know that somebody is resolved in what they're going to do. And, you know, went down. And open fire with an AK-47. These are all important things I want to talk about. Okay. Um, at inside the Walmart store. And when the officers showed up outside, little pussy just surrendered. So literally when it was over, he was over. Don't know if he was out of ammo or anything like that. And it's like, you know, everybody's just like, oh, my gosh. So how how could we not seek the death penalty for this? exact kind of i mean the exact crime that we're talking about that's like a horrible crime right Mm
1: -hmm.
0: okay except it's not it's not true federal prosecutors had decided they will not seek the death penalty against him
1: yeah because biden doesn't want the death penalty anywhere in the country anymore right does this whole thing is so he wanted to completely get rid of it over the entirety of the U.S. because it's, you know, unreasonable yeah. or whatever his thought process is.
0: That's right. And, and and according to Reuters. OK, so so on January 17th. So yesterday, um, federal prosecutors will not seek the death penalty for the man accused of killing 23 people and injuring dozens more in a hate crime targeting people of Mexican descent at a Walmart in El Paso, Texas in twenty nineteen. A court document filed on Tuesday showed prosecutors say that Patrick Woods crisis, uh drove eleven, uh, 11 hours, blah, 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 which sits on the border. Yep, we already said this, and surrendered. Okay, here's the thing: so a state judge and I, I went and looked it up, and I was like, okay, and I, w- I wanted to find out what's going on. I'll find, I'll scroll it down to here, and says uh, that Crucis pled not guilty in 2020. To 90 federal hate crimes, uh, hate crime charges in the case, proceedings were delayed while prosecutors decided whether to pursue the death penalty against him. So a state judge stayed state prosecution, waiting to see what the federal government was going to do. Okay, so he's been the kid's been diagnosed you know, with severe lifelong neurological and mental disabilities and should not face execution. If convicted, they decided. Okay. Are you um, serious? Oh yeah. So, th- so they gave him a psyche Val and their psyche valve says, Oh, he's disturbed. No shit. He's yeah, no disturbed. normal
1: person's going to go, Hey, I'm going to go make a drive and kill a bunch of Mexicans. Like mm-hmm. that's not a normal thing for people to think. That's yeah. that's the whole point. You're telling me that every single serial killer, because they're mentally disturbed, they're not going to be prosecuted and get any uh, right. any actual punishments because, you know, no normal person goes around and just kills people for fun. So what? it What? That's so stupid.
0: Right. Right. There's no like, like, but, but, and so everything that these people were trying to say, gun control and everything else, I want to point this out. And this is really important. Do you know where in the state of Texas you can buy an AK-47? No. Oh, you can't. It's an illegal gun. You can't have it. There's nowhere to buy it. You cannot buy an AK-47 in the United States of America. Okay. So this kid, this white kid, white-looking kid, right, went, took an illegal uh, automatic assault weapon, drove down to the border... Right, Mm -hmm. with the intent of blowing away as many Mexicans as he could get his hands on, and then when the police showed up, surrendered. And this kid, the U.S. Department, okay, and specifically, okay, U.S. Attorney Margaret Leachman, okay, she's uh, the first assistant U.S. Attorney, um, said that the government would not seek death in the case. So Here's the the bad and the good to this. So, so the people that I've seen on posts are like, oh, this is why we need more gun control. Gun control doesn't help against illegal guns. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Rules have never stopped bad people from doing bad things. No, That's the whole point. I
0: don't speed because there's a speed limit. Never catch me speeding ever. Haven't been pulled over twice in the last year for that very thing. But no, you're, you're 100% right. They never stop people. Right. He got a hold of an illegal gun, and they and I looked. I couldn't find anything saying where he got the gun from.
1: Well, of course not, because you know. the whole thing is that they're just going to because people don't know that they're mm-hmm. going to push forward this. Oh, this is why you shouldn't be allowed to have guns in Texas because people in Texas. This is what they do. Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand where that comes from you don 't understand that that 's an illegal weapon it 's illegal mm-hmm. everywhere you cannot buy it yet for some reason they still exist in the country because no matter what they 're not illegal in other places manufacturers other all these other areas yep. are going to smuggle things in it 's the exact same thing is take literally any other thing like that. How do you think we have a drug problem? Yeah. It's not legal to produce half the drugs that we have problems with at, you know, and half of those things. Yes, they're used in other medicines that are actually considered, you know, helpful. Yep. But it's like, OK, but how are you know, there's always limits and regulations on all of that stuff for a reason. But for some reason, we still have all these other things. All these other illegal drugs popping up. It's like, but we're not banning all drugs. We're not taking away your medicine because, you mm-hmm. know, all these so why is it the same thing with guns? Why do we sit there and go, hey, I know there's a couple of illegal weapons that, you know, exist and, you know, are ending up in the country. Ban all of them. That doesn't mm-hmm. make sense.
0: Now, and, and this is I and 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 here's what's fun about this. So there were no pre signs to what this kid did, right? Like there was nothing the federal government could have done to have stopped this kid from murdering all these people, right? Okay. Except that's a lie. And that's that's what people were trying to defend it, and that's a lie. Because he posted his manifesto online on a 4chan clone wannabe, right? That literally was used by people who... Remember, you and I talked about this. We want people to be out in the open. We want to yeah. know where people stand. When you don't, you set them up. But but literally on 8chan, which is now gone, okay, um, which is stupid that it's gone, because anybody could have looked and seen what it was and seen what this kid did and seen what this kid had posted and that he had a manifesto and could have immediately gone to this kid. He didn't just... You know drive down and get an a k forty seven right he had an a k forty seven we 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 sit there and it's like you know if they would have just gone and talked to him, but nobody talked to him, nobody came to him, nobody did anything and it's like that's just amazing to me, right yeah, just
1: all the things that you know, you you search for anything. You know, you search how to make a bomb, mm-hmm. and automatically you're pinged on, "Hey, <laughs> this is this oh, person, yeah. maybe you know, thinking about doing some crazy shit." But you know, how to how- make meth
0: in three easy steps. How to get the FBI to go to your house in one easy (laughs) click, right? So it's
1: just like, how do we have things like this? You know that these people aren't just sitting around thinking like, oh, hey, I know the right people. Let me just go talk to some people Mm -hmm. and get an AK-47. They're probably searching for that shit online because everybody that does this crap is fucking stupid and they look for shit online or they post their shit online and everything is online. So how can we have things like that? That, oh, you know, if you start trying to make a bomb, you're going to have the FBI looking at your shit. But... You can't be doing the same thing for anybody that's getting these illegal weapons all mm-hmm. over the place. That I'm sure that there are a lot of things... Like, I just it's stupid it really is it's just extremely stupid you know that these kids aren't smart enough to be sitting there going ah you know i gotta have a firewall and vpn and all these other things that you know keep me protected online oh they're just going online and posting this shit mm-hmm. they're just going online and going oh hey here's what i plan on doing later today catch me over in uh, el paso like that's w- literally what everybody fucking does every time every single time that there's a school shooting there's always a post about it beforehand whether right. it's some dumbass going hey look at all these weapons i got gonna shoot up to school tomorrow i'm posting it on fucking snap chat, and then kids are, you know, trying to contact police, and police don't take it seriously, and then sure enough, shit like that happens, it's happened so many times, just things like that, I mean, it just, I, I, they're only just now starting to take it seriously, because- 90% 90% of the time it's what happens and now they're going mm-hmm. oh shit wait we need to start taking this shit seriously schools have been shut down now because of possible threats and it's like good this is a start mm-hmm. <laughs> because at this point otherwise how else are we going to fucking get anything because you can't just banning weapons isn't going to make them go away it right. doesn't that's not how it works. No, the it, the when, level of stuff when, that you would have to take. When
0: you ban firearms, the only people left with firearms are criminals. Exactly. You know, and it's like, and and here in Texas, it's like, oh, now now every shooting that we have makes national news, mm-hmm. right? But the continual shootings, the continual stabbings, and everything in Chicago, nothing. Nothing. You know, I want to say that the media is racist. Because why is the media only covering... All the white, the white people. Why is the media only co- covering the shootings in these predominantly white areas? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Why, why, aren't, why isn't there a huge thing on what's going on in Chicago, New York, U. I mean, California, right? Like all over. But no, no, let's, let's go after the places that have, you know, open gun rights. Yeah. And then when stuff doesn't fit their narrative, uh, 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 cause I'm going to guarantee you That 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 article I just that we just went over it's not going to show up anywhere Mm -mm. because it doesn't fit it doesn't work for anybody. I just don't
1: understand why people think like you. (sighs) For me, it is it was a culture shock the very first time that I saw somebody open carry out here.
0: Mm -hmm. I remember what the saying was. The saying was actually it says when you outlaw guns, the only people left with guns are outlaws, and that's you know. True. I, I just how much different. Would it have been if he would have chose a Walmart where more people were armed? Right. Yeah. So because El Paso is poor, like any of the, Laredo, El Paso, you know, you go to any of the border areas, they're poor, mm-hmm. they're impoverished. And it's like and so it's like so he went there and he, so he knew everything that he was doing. It was literally just on a tirade. And they they were trying to make defenses and everything else. But the good news is, and I mean and I don't say this is good news because this is a horrible situation in any way that you look at it, right um, is that now that the federal prosecutors have decided that they're not going to seek the death penalty, the state prosecutors can decide whether or not they're going to seek the death penalty, and this brings up its own controversy, right? Do we believe that people should be able to be held incompetent to stand trial? on mental issues.
1: No, it is it is a big question that I feel mm-hmm. like has being been being asked for, you know, a while now. Everybody always want, wonders, you know, if somebody isn't mentally fit, should they be going through that entire process anyways? Should they not be? Should they be a, go it should these, you know, mental health checks basically mm-hmm. happen before they're even, you know, going to court at all, before anything gets brought up in, you know, because it always feels like an excuse after that because it's always after right. they're like, oh, hey, these are all the things that they're going to get prosecuted for. And it's like, OK, well, we're going to wait a few minutes. Let's uh, give them. You know, let's figure out what's wrong with them first. Mm-hmm. And so then it feels like, hey, they, you know, we're going to plead insanity now because now we know what you know is on the line. And right. that just feels it, it feels like an excuse. Was it's he like, on
0: medication? Yeah, it's it just right.
1: Those things should be things that should happen before. Huh? Oh,
0: I'm Just. If you guys can't hear it, we have some wicked weather and wind issues going on right now. And I mean, wicked that I've never seen the trees dance so hard.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <coughs> and literally I have two windows that are open uh, over here so we can get air circulation through. And we had a vacuum situation. I, I watched the curtains, uh, the shears in my bathroom just like go almost vertical inward and then i watched the curtain that's by the window uh facing south um like majorly trying to suck the curtains out to the point that the curtain rod has bent if you look up there now look take a look it bent to the curtain rod so that's, <laughs> and the rain <laughs> is coming down wicked hard so if, well, i uh, mean
1: it said it was going to to thunder so, okay. so if you hear any of it in the background, luckily, like I've said before, we record on a laptop, mm-hmm. so it's not like we'll lose power and it'll like cut out. But you know, we'll yeah. lose the ability to really look at anything because <laughs> all of our stories <laughs> are on the internet. Yeah.
0: Well, and and here's and here's the thing is like when he was taken into police custody, um, they said that he was in a psychotic state and he was treated with antipsychotic medication, um, but. My my mind comes to this: What about the victims' families? Mm-hmm. Where where is going to be their closure if 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 it's with any of these situations? Listen, I think mental illness is a thing, and and it's something that is serious. But if you have the capacity to get an illegal firearm, post a manifesto,
1: mm-hmm.
0: plan a trip, and know exactly where you're going. And then go through and fill out that, uh, fulfill that fantasy. You don't need to be here anymore. And if it's one of my kids, there's only one way this ends. And it is with his life not happening,
1: mm-hmm. you know.
0: And, and that's the thing is like, and then it's like, oh, well, you're not compassionate. Yes, I am. I'm compassionate for the 50 some odd people whose lives were critically changed, not to mention their entire families who have to now go through their lives without their wives, without their, their husband, without their father, without their kids, whose lives have been dramatically changed. That's Mm -hmm. who I look at. We, we, we have a society where we no longer seem to care about the victims, you know, because everybody's a victim. And so when everybody's a victim, the weight of being an actual victim It's so much smaller.
1: Yeah, they just diminish everybody's feelings in Mm -hmm. a way. I have never understood that because people talk about it all the time where it's like, you know, oh, well, you know, bullying is bad. Oh, well, what about the bully? What's the bully going through? I don't give a shit what the bully is going through. There's stuff that's going on. Yeah, okay, it sucks. That doesn't mean that it excuses their Mm -hmm. behavior. There are other ways out of that. They need to learn their lesson and move on before it does turn into something worse because that's always... I, I just don't get that. You're completely taking the person that was being bullied, the person that was being bullied, whether they were bullied to suicide, which is an extremely and alarmingly high rate for mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's just like how by asking what about the bully, you are literally saying, I know that this person was being bullied and took their life. Right. But, you know,
0: when, when, let's, they, let's talk when, they, about, when they did that with, with our daughter, with, with Lily. Yeah. Right. That was at my level of unacceptable. Right. Because they're like, well, you know, you have to understand him. No, no, I don't. I don't have to understand a damn thing. What I need to understand is why you have not had this kid arrested. My daughter came home and I could physically see that my daughter had been assaulted, that this boy had jumped on her, that his cousin was involved, that you guys are now saying he's not going to have any repercussions. Look. This kid shows up at a Walmart with an AK-47 and gets shot in the... Let's say he's shot and survives. I bet he thinks twice. Mm -hmm. And if he has the capacity to think twice about that, the capacity to do everything that he did to go down there and do what he did doesn't need to be on this planet anymore one way or the other. You know what? And if you want to do it from a compassion level, no problem. I've had to take animals in to have them put down to be put to sleep, right? Mm -hmm. Because those animals were suffering. Well, guess what? Your argument, if your argument is where it is, then this kid is suffering. And let's put him out of his misery. It's where it is. It shouldn't be any different. really is what my mentality is. (laughs) So. But.
1: (laughs) Moving on from the the morbid topic. Because
0: unpopular opinions is tomorrow. (laughs) So. But I want to talk about this. And this is. Um, one that I know that we're going to have not differing, differing viewpoints, but probably differing viewpoints from the people around here. So what do you think of drag shows?
1: Um, I don't really have an opinion on the more or Mm -hmm. less. I feel like I know where you're probably going with this.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm sure you do. But, but what do you just drag shows in general? Do you have anything against them? No. Okay. So, you know, let, let's go, let's go the, the whole, the whole gamut. Do you have anything against strip clubs? No. Do you have anything against adult bookstores? No. Okay. Do you have anything against drag clubs?
1: Mm-mm. Okay.
0: Do you have anything against um, porno- pornographic websites? No. Okay. What if the adult bookstore decided to let kids in? Would you have a problem then?
1: It depends on the age cut off. <laughs> okay. Let, let,
0: no, let's say there's none. All ages. Yeah,
1: that's weird. No, okay. I'd, have, I'd have a very big problem with that. Okay.
0: Um, Strip clubs. Same thing. Okay. So pornographic websites. Same thing. Okay. Drag shows.
1: Same thing.
0: Okay. So Texas in uh, just out outside of uh, Dallas. Well, actually, no, it's in the 14th district of Dallas. So excuse me. Um, there has been a, well, <laughs> I'll tell you this. And, and it's it's actually, I, I find it hilarious. Um, a couple of democratic lawmakers went to this all ages drag show in Dallas, Texas to support and show their support for the drag show. There were a couple of protesters that were there and there were people out there that were in support of the drag show with their kids and with these signs. And, and it's like protect drag from fascism and all of this other stuff. And they, all these signs that they had out there and you know, they had this, and then the Texas the 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 Democrat lawmakers came in and stood up, and they're like, "Oh, I'm supportive. Hate has no place in Dallas." And da, da 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 da, and you know, then they did this show, and less than a few hours later, Texas restaurant, which by the way, the name of the place is Miss Lively's uh, Cajun. Yeah, Miss Lively's Cajun Connections, okay? Um, After they did this show, just suddenly things changed because the restaurant decided that all ages was now going to be 18 only, 18 plus only. So here's what happened. So these guys and gals, you know, but mostly guys, do these drag shows, and they're dressed up provocatively as women, right? Right? And I don't even really count it as women because I don't see women dress up like this. So I always say that drag is drag. Right. But but they do overt wi- uh female, um, you know, what do you want to call it? Costuming. Right. Let's just go there. So um, think Madonna like a virgin type thing. Cone, cone breasted, you know, <laughs> brassiers and stuff like that. Um, but the crux was look. I don't care about kids seeing people dressed up as different people. Let's cosplay, right? Mm -hmm. That's a different thing. It's the sexualization of it, right? We go to Walmart. You can get vibrators at Walmart. Mm -hmm. Walmart doesn't kick kids out, right? Because that's not Walmart's big focus is not. And if you said that, hey, anybody selling those has to go 18 plus – I can guarantee you.
1: You'll never be able to go to Walmart or mm-hmm. a Walgreens or a Rite Aid or no. any of those. They'll,
0: they'll get that they, they, all of those stores would get rid of that stuff in half a heartbeat because that's yeah. not their major source of income. The thing about drag is that there are there, you know, in the community, there are drag shows that are just drag shows that people just enjoying dressing up and being in drag not dressing up to be a woman. They over glamorize. They're literally peacocking you know, what they're what they're doing and dra- over over dra- dramatizing this. But here here was a beautiful thing. Well, and when I say beautiful thing, it was like this. This just proved to the point. And I, I hate when, you know, there's not a middle ground because you can't let there be a middle ground. Right. Outside, it sounded amazing. When you when you hear about the protests that were outside and these people who were protesting, the protesters, they're like, hey, If you don't want your kids here, your kids don't have to be here. We're not sexualizing anything. We're not over-sexualizing anything. We don't want your kids to be here if you don't want your kids to be here. We don't want you to be here if you don't want to be here. And that's okay. It's not a bad thing. And it's like, okay. And for these lawmakers, one of which was, like, looks like he's four days from dead. Like, the guy is frail, and I'm sure he probably lost twice where he was in the middle of this thing, sat there and were so happy and proud of it. Then came the show. And one of the, one of the performers said, lick us where we pee as a part of his toast. This is for the people who lick us where we pee. And then later in the toast, and this is for the people who lick us where we poo completely destroying the innocent side of this when you're utilizing vocabulary and terminology that kids used to describe being molested
1: what in what world i <laughs> oh my god
0: this is that's that's what that There's is
1: so much to unpack there
0: <laughs> that that is when your kid comes up to you and says so and so licked me where I pee. And that is like one of the most common phrases because kids are innocent. You know, and so an innocent statement and they toasted it to, with kids in the room where the point where apparently and this is rumor. Um, apparently, one of the parents who was there in support was like. Shocked. And yanked up. I'm gonna bet yanked up their actual trauma, and left.
1: I wouldn't be surprised.
0: I would. I would have left right there. You do see because this is the thing. We're not talking about people who are dressing up and reading kids' children's books. I don't care about that. Like like literally, there was the the drag queen that did that, and I was like, okay, cool. There's there's a there's a Republican drag queen. And I think they're awesome. I think they're funny as I'll get them because they're like, no, I have no business being around kids when I'm dressed up like this. I shouldn't want to be around. What kind of person wants to be around kids mm-hmm. dressed up like this? Well, obviously, it was somebody who says, lick me where I pee. You know. See, you...
1: My, my issue is that I, I have never seen an issue with kids going to a drag show. Mm-hmm. It comes back to that it is your responsibility as a parent Mm -hmm. to research the drag queens that are going to be there and drag kings that are going to be there. Make sure that you know what the show is more or less going to be about and determining the age that your kid is and whether or not they're mature enough or not to go to this drag show, because mm-hmm. I've seen so many different kids online that are like, "Oh yeah, I, you know, I'm seven, I'm eight, and I enjoy dressing up in drag." And I'm like, "That's awesome for them." You know, you go. You know, I've seen there's there's a little boy that loves being a drag queen, and he's all he's got all the the uh, feather boas and you know all of the long nail mm-hmm. gloves, and like he enjoys it. And I'm like, "That is so happy because that is a happy kid." And those are parents that won, mm-hmm. unless. Those are parents that said, hey, you should do this thing. You know, it'd be so cool. You'd be you'd be famous and, you know, push that. There is a middle ground for all of it you shouldn't be forcing anything on your kids you know if you're going to a drag show you shouldn't go oh well, i'm just gonna bring my kid anyway, because yep. that's irresponsible you shouldn't be exposing your kid to something that they're not interested in that's rude and that's so that, that is failing as a parent because that's not something that somebody just goes you know what it's a random saturday what do we want to do today let's all go see a drag show like that's not right. one of those things hey, you hey, kids
0: you, you want to go to the zoo we can go to the zoo or the aquarium um or oh, oh we could do a drag show or a sushi buffet which which yeah what, what it, you, that's,
1: uh, not, that's not that's not a normal thing to just up and do and i'm sorry there is no world where that is ever going to just be a normal thing that people do it is not the same could you imagine if people did things like that at like a circus Mm -hmm. and like people can argue that there are definitely sexualized acts in a circus that would make somebody extremely uncomfortable that their kids are there and those circuses they get (laughs) they get a bad rap for Mm -hmm. that so it's the same thing why would you take your kids to go see a drag show when they didn't ask for it they're not interested they have no sense of even understanding what that is Mm -hmm. if they see something online they watch a video they you know watch RuPaul's Drag Race and oh my gosh they want to go see one then oh my goodness take your kid to one
0: which which and and I'll say this because I've watched Drag Race and it's like you know what they downed the sexuality of it they they more did the to the behind the scenes the the makeup the 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 reasons and some of them the reasons you listen to and go okay And that's fine. You know, it's like, but at the same time, the moment that you're using phraseology that a groomer would use, the moment that you're utilizing something that, you know, you're setting up a a situation where kids can be victimized. When did we change this world from that? My life is about protecting my kids. You know, I've alluded to the fact that, you know, the family that. Of the kid who, you know, beat my daughter did not get away from that unscathed, you know, I I don't, I just didn't care. And I'm not going to get into that because I don't need to, but you know, when did, when did it become a horrible thing to want to protect kids from any situation where they're going to be in that? You know how many people stopped going to Catholic church churches when, when they found out. That these priests were molesting kids, you know how many people were like, "Hey, you know what? Yeah, we're so, or even we're like, we're still going to go to church, but you're definitely not going to be left alone with you know Father McCahey or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. It's like it, it's just we we literally had this, and it's it's amazing because again, one of the signs that was out there was the was the drag queens saying that we're against fascism, but. This is fascism. Yeah, this I is literally care. I don't think they know I'm the just definition tired
1: of it drag shows are not political that's what pisses Mm -hmm. me off stop making it a fucking political thing it's not political if it's about protecting your fucking kids it's the Mm -hmm. same thing with everything across the fucking everything it's the same thing with guns stop making guns fucking political it has nothing to do with politics it has to do with you wanting to protect your kids and yeah it it has but it has to do with you wanting to protect your children Mm -hmm. from being fucking shot that's a normal goddamn thing to want but looking at it in a logical way is what you have to do banning all the fucking weapons isn't going to protect your kid from being shot you know it's going to protect your kid from being shot other guns protecting your fucking kid mm-hmm. from being shot it's the same thing with this wanting to protect your kids because your kid in particular is not ready to be exposed to anything like that because they're five six seven and they haven't even thought about anything beyond hey i want to go outside and play in the fucking dirt oh my goodness boys and girls they have cooties like that if that's where your child's mm-hmm. brain is your child doesn't need to go to a fucking drag show but that is your child there are other kids that are five six seven eight and they watch rupaul's drag race and they go oh my god i want to go see that and then there's the parents parents responsibility to still protect their kid from Mm -hmm. sexual shit because they're not there yet so if they're gonna go to a drag show they need to make sure so for you to advertise that something's going to be all ages drag show you need to make sure that it's going to be all ages drag show Mm -hmm. because that is a perfectly okay thing to have 100 percent. make all age drag shows a normal fucking thing because that would be great for all the kids around the fucking world that go oh my goodness this is a really cool thing i want to go watch one in real life like anything else there should be a child-friendly version of it There are a million and one ways to make a drag show child friendly. Take all of the overly sexual stuff out of it because it doesn't need to be there. You you want men
0: dressing up as Disney princesses? Awesome. Okay. You know what? It doesn't even have to
1: go to that point. And I,
0: as a parent at that point, can make the decision whether or not I want my child exposed to that. Yeah. That's fine. But not to sit there and call something all ages and then, again, walk into a strip club. You know what I mean? It's like there's only one reason you go to a strip club. And that's, you know, and that's like, I am an adult. I am probably the most sexually open person that I freaking know. Mm -hmm. Right. And I have never been to a strip club. Never. Just never had the urge or the desire or the want for it. You know why? Had nothing to do with the strippers. Had everything to do with not wanting to sit around with a bunch in a room with a bunch of other guys with erections was not my was not my bag. You know, but but it's like when you sit there and say something's all ages, then it should be all ages. Could you imagine if you went and it's like you took your kids because let's say you have kids and you're going to take them to a movie that's rated G and it's supposed to be rated G. And then there's like a vulgar, vulgar sex scene in the middle of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. is he would, yeah, well, the right? Outrage that would happen. <laughs> that so it's would just, like
0: blow people away. When it's like, because you know, religious scandals, I was the same way. I was like, holy crud. No, per- persecute and go after those guys with every fiber of law. Jeffrey Epstein, go after every person with every fiber of law. And you know, and, and, um, and we can leave this at this. When I was 14 years old, my best friend, his name was Toby, and he was a virgin. And he did not want to be a virgin. And he was tired of being a virgin. But Toby turned off every girl he ever talked to. Like, every girl. And and you know what? That's fine. People are awkward. But he was just weird. He was that nasally kind of guy that just would say things in such a way that everybody would just get irritated with. I found him amusing. I found it was great. Because when I got to know Toby, it was great. But... We went in uh, downtown Vallejo. Okay, there's four or five known hookers. None of them would sleep with them, not not a single one, because they didn't want to have sex with a kid and they didn't want to be that person that molded it. They made the decision that they were not going to be sexualized to kids. And you know what? When I thought about it, it was like, you know, every time I walk by, they, they're, they're not, they, they de their back. They, they get into a normal and then and they're like, Hey, how are you guys doing today? How was school? Never did they're like, Hey, little boy, I'll rock your world. I'll knock your boots. And I'm sure that there are, there are hookers out there that do that, but they didn't, you know? And it's like, so even there, they had a line where it's like, Hey, you know what? No, I'm not going to be here for kids. I'm not doing the kid thing. Right. And it's like, and don't get me wrong. Toby was absolutely <laughs> bummed about it. But, you know, now I look at it and I'm like, wow, they that I have so much more respect. I I I have more respect for for hookers than I do for, you know, lawmakers than these these Democrat lawmakers period. Law, I don't care if they're Republican, Democrat, Libertarian. Don't care. I have
1: because yeah, they still should have had the responsibility to come out afterwards and be like, you know what? We thought this was going to be one thing, and we were all in support of it until this happened, and mm-hmm. this is not okay, and kids should not be exposed to something like that. The language like this and anything like that, that's not okay. Like, that should have been, been it. They right. should have said something. There, because like, could you going, imagine
0: if that was a kid's book?
1: <laughs> no, I couldn't because it wouldn't happen. Right. <laughs> so it's just – yeah, no. It, there are so many ways that that could have been – fixed because they even if nobody knew because it was advertised as in all ages it's going to be perfectly fine there's not going to be you know a bunch of sexual content in it like okay great everybody could have gone to that thinking oh i'm in support of this because this is what we want Mm -hmm. and then that happened and would have been like whoa yeah no that's not what we wanted this is completely inappropriate and you guys need to take that back and apologize and never do something like that again because
0: well that's the only thing you can do guessing that that's what happened I'm 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 grateful for whatever reason because there's supposedly a host of different reasons that that they decided that it was going to be 18 plus from other restaurants that were like hey no you know to actual people who were going there going hey I don't want to go to a drag show and have kids there and it's like so yeah whatever it is they have the request basically to just turn it to 18 plus it's, 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 it's okay. Make it 18 plus. You know, the thing about RuPaul's drag show is if you didn't want it and, and you didn't have to watch it, right? You as mm-hmm. a parent could watch an episode and then decide if it was okay for your kids to watch an episode, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, because RuPaul's great. RuPaul doesn't over, you know, I, I, I'll say this. RuPaul is awesome. Like I, I've like watched interviews with, with, with RuPaul dressed as a man, dressed as a woman. Much better looking woman than, as a, than uh, as a man by any stretch of the imagination. But was very much like, hey, you know what? I'm not for everybody. And I understand that I'm not for everybody. And when I'm around people, I'm around people. And I don't force anything on people. You know, it's, it's a decision to make. But if you go someplace and you're told that it's kid friendly and it walks in and the first thing you hear is pedophilic. I mean, not even the first thing. just Just if you hear pedophilic language. Mm-hmm. you know then you're like and cut <laughs> so but yeah so it is now 18 plus only and it's like good because it was either that or you know you screen the people who are going to do the shows because that's never going to be there and and understand that where you put the prey is where the predators are going to show up mm-hmm. and that's and that's really where it is so oh, you know i i'm just like whatever i you you nikki and you guys all you want to go see a drag show and i'm like yeah go let's go i'll go heck i don't care you know but i but i'm not going to take you know tabby to a drag show like that i'm not going to overly expose my daughters to anything that they don't un- have a clear understanding of the dangers of, in any way, shape, or form. My daughters know more about firearms than most kids. My daughters know more about racism than most kids. My daughters know the difference between racism and, you know, being racially paranoid or racially ignorant. Right. So it's like, you know, whatever you want to educate your kids on. And honestly, I would encourage you know, parents that are on the ultra religious side of things, talk to your kids about it. You know, the communication is like so important. I don't care if you're talking to your kids about something that I don't believe in or I don't believe in your standpoint on communication with your kids is is the biggest difference. It's the reason that Lily can talk to us about anything and does talk to us about anything, you know, and we have to tell her it's like, hey, we're going here. Turn your brain to, P, you know, rated G. <laughs> so mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, and it's like and she's like, OK, you know, and she's she's there. So it's like, but. This blows me away. And just like that, our big rainstorm just stopped. And it's so weird. This, this is a thing in Texas for anybody not here, Texas. It's like, Oh, Hey, we have, you know, a million gallons of water to drop out of the sky. Okay. We're not going to do it over the course of three days. Oh, how, how long? 14 minutes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so now just like that, it's all done. It's all gone. And now there's rain and beautiful everywhere. So, and with that said, Thank you so much for joining us on the afternoon dive where I've been Joey.
1: And I'm Kiki.
0: And we talk about everything
1: and nothing
0: all at the same time because we can. Peace out with your peace out. Bye.